baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Laura, JP mentioned in the traffic some of the backups. We've been getting texts about protests going on uh, related to Gaza uh, right in the heart of downtown Minneapolis. I'm looking at traffic cameras right now, and it is a mess out there. People are on that bridge over by the Walker Arts Center. And then apparently there must have been some aspect of this that ended up on the highway uh, because I see some state troopers like in the Lowry Tunnel. Wow. Uh, eastbound kind of making a rest down there. So it looks like like there was something about to go down in there. Uh, but there are a bunch of troopers in there making arrests. And so be aware of that if you're in that uh, downtown area. JP's on it. So we'll we'll keep you up to date. But yeah, that's, uh, you know, a week. It's hard for, uh, you know, an old man like me to. <laughs> To understand why this, like every protest, has to be like have a component of, and now we're going to go on the highway because right? they find that it works, that it's disruptive. It is disruptive. Yep, it is very disruptive, and people want to know who's wrecking what's their going day, on, what's going on, right. and then it draws attention to yeah. their cause. Yeah, so there you go. Right now, you know, um, game show rooms. Yes, I meant to ask you about this. I saw you were doing something game showy this weekend. So Dan sent me this article in the Star Tribune. I think it'll be in tomorrow's paper. It's online right now. And I was really disappointed because I thought I was going to be introducing you to something that I knew that you would love. <laughs> and then I find out you'd already already done it. <laughs> what? <laughs> there are two of these p- places now. So for a while, the escape room was sort of the thing. Yeah. You'd, you'd go with your family. And I've gone with my kids to escape rooms uh, and my parents. We did that one year for Christmas. Yeah. It was fun. Good. Have you ever done an escape room? I have never done one. Cook, I think you would love the escape room. I did do one uh, and I was smart enough to make sure I'd surrounded myself with my really smart (laughs) friends. It's pretty cool. It wasn't too much pressure on me to figure out the little It is pressure. I mean, because you have the time component. Oh. And basically, the escape rooms, usually you're trying to solve... I don't know, three or four puzzles, and then often those puzzles come together for the grand solve that, like, helps you get the key to get out of the room. Got it. Game show rooms is the latest thing. I think we're just, we're hungry for these experiences, for these Mm -hmm. interactive kind of things. And so whether it's the pinball bar or the game show room, so these game shows, so I went to the one at Rosedale Center Mall. How does it work? So they have, uh, it's a 60-minute thing. They have like a Family Feud-style game. <laughs> then they have a Wheel of Fortune-style game. Okay. And then there's like a Price is Right-style game, uh, complete with a Plinko board. Wow. It's, and they have like a high-energy host. 
And then they have a like a producer who is the announcer. That would be so fun for a job. It, yes. And this guy, the, there's a woman who was the producer and the guy was the host. And they were both great. Wow. Like, very fun. I want to do this. It was really fun. We went with uh, Sam, my 16-year-old, my wife and I, and then uh, two friends and their uh, 15-year-old son, the fun. Carters. And, and it was great. Was, it was there so another fun. family that you competed against? So the way the one uh, in Roseville works is that you go on the website and there are 25 slots okay. for every show. And so if your group is six, you sign up for six. If other families want to join, they can join as well. You, I assume you can book it for a private thing if you want to yeah. do that. But uh, it was so fun. I need to do this. There's another one in Golden Valley that we did back. That one's been there for, uh, for, that's been there for a bit. Because I remember going there with my uh, morning show team from the TV station. How have I never heard of this? It's a new, like, I mean, the game show Battle Room is the one in Golden Valley. And game show Studio is the one in Rosedale. It's pretty fun. Like it's they've got like the giant wheel. Yep. Where you're spinning for Wheel of Fortune. Um, How's yeah. the cost? What is the cost? It's I, I think it's similar to an escape room. Okay. Type cost. So like it depends. Uh, like if you book if you book a large group, you know that's different. You're like doing the private thing, but just for the regular person let's see like what's it caught like you could go tonight it looks like it's uh 40 bucks 42 bucks for the group for per person oh per person yeah okay gotcha. and you're you got those hosts and so you're like yeah that's about what an escape room i think costs okay i might need to do this for my birthday party this coming oh year. it'll be fun wouldn't for a that birthday be party. fun yep the star tribune i think tried both of them so that's their story on StarTribune.com. Uh, Friday night, I was off Friday, mm-hmm. as were you, right? Right, yes. So we just we went to lunch with uh, some friends, our mm-hmm. friends AC and JP. We went to the Monte Carlo. Mm, love that. So nice. Just yep. There's something about this time of year that makes you want to go to like some of those. I like going to the old school place. Like a red booth, darkly lit. Yes. Little candle on the table, uh, I know. But then at night... We So we're, we were home at like four o'clock and trying to figure out like, eh, do we want to have a mellow night at home? And we were thinking we were going to do that. And then I said, you know, I've wanted to go to Anoka. And Alyssa's yes. like, Anoka? We went to Anoka, which someone on Twitter said to me that downtown Anoka for her like 25-year-old daughter is like the new downtown Minneapolis. Wow. And I will tell you, like, so there's like a parking ramp. There's a city ramp, like sort of right in the middle of the social entertainment district in downtown. Anoka is adorable. I love Anoka, yeah. Great. So many independent shops, historic, cool. And then we went to this uh, place called the Hardware Store. Mm. And you know how, like, for a while, all the Minneapolis restaurants were opening like, oh, it's our speakeasy in the basement. Yes. You're like, speakeasy, you say. Like, is there a password? Is there... Well, no one had any of it. You could still make a reservation. You're like, how speakeasy is this, right? right? So the hardware store is 
a former hardware store in cool. downtown Anoka. And when you make your reservation, you get a text with the password. Oh, okay. And so you walk into the kind of front room, which looks a little like a hardware store. And the woman working there is like, what are you shopping for today? And then you say the <laughs> password and they, they're like, oh, I'll show you. I'll show you where those are. Like pretending it's right. undercover. Yeah. And then the door, this big like barn door like slides open. Oh, cool. And they take you back and it's playing. They were playing like Sinatra music. Oh, nice. The tin uh, ceiling, yep. the tin tile ceiling. It was so great. And oh. the cocktails at this place, the hardware store, whoa, they were really? awesome. So then we, then we go to a wine bar, this uh, Ambi wine bar. Adorable, decked out for Christmas, really fun. fun. And then we walk to this other place called Nucky's. And we go into Nucky's Speakeasy, another place that had, they have like a monthly password. So you have to look on Facebook to see what their password oh, fun. is. We go in the door and I'm like, that looks like Jim Abler. The <gasps> he is from Anoka. It must have been him. Was it? It, it was him. Yeah. I'm like, that's state senator. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's state senator, Jim. Jim uh, owns the supper club. Oh, and fun. So on Fridays and Saturdays, he told me, he's like, yeah, I'm like the gangster. Oh, <laughs> was he in a, was he dressed up <laughs> yes. like a gangster? Oh, that's awesome. It was I great. I love it. It was really fun. We had a good, we had a good conversation and Nucky's is great fun. They had live music oh and fun. Co- but you're like, Anoka, man. That's cool. I love that. It was really. I need fun. to get there. Yeah, who? Just a little surprising. Mm-hmm. No disrespect, Anoka, but you don't think of it, right? But clearly, other. I mean, because they have like more sports bar-y type places too. There's an Irish bar called McGillicuddy's, I think. So it just was. It was hopping. Wow. Yeah. Kind of fun. Fabulous. Good for you. Kind of fun. Did you enjoy your day off? I did. We got a little more Christmas shopping done. Oh, good. Yep. And then didn't do much on Friday night. Saturday, we went to a spectacular party at the home of kind of a newer friend. Ah, so we didn't know fun. many people, mm-hmm. but it was just gorgeous. This beautiful old house in the Lowry Hill neighborhood of Minneapolis. Oh. Old, old, like turn of the century. Cool. But the, all the inside has been redone in kind of a cool, modern, really fresh way. And it was just fantastic they had hired a bartender to staff their basement bar which is like this groovy room with a record player going and a bar and a signature cocktail and a it was just wonderful there was probably a hundred people in that house oh wow yeah it was huge it was super fun i always think like hiring a bartender is one of the like most underrated moves classy move yeah right Mm -hmm. and then it frees you up like you don't have to handle that right yeah, I think that's pretty fun. Yep. Would you want to live, like, in a really old house? Uh, it depends how much has been updated in this really <laughs> old house. Yeah. I don't want the plumbing or the electrical, the electrical? Of, the, oh. of a really old house. No. Right? Yeah. I know. I think about that sometimes, for sure. Uh, did you notice we're in the New York Times today? Mm-hmm. Who? Minnesota. Oh, we what were. did we do now? <laughs> or what... What dish mm. are we known for? Is it this? That? No. Okay. They are very fascinated with our search for the new state flag. Mm-hmm. They have a, the New York Times is a reporter who lives in St. Paul. 
That's right. I think I knew that. So that guy did a story about our search for a state flag and a state seat. And you wonder, you're like, the rest of the country, as they're reading this story, <laughs> are they like, what in the hell is going on I know, in Minnesota? I know. This is what they're arguing about? But when you read it, you're like, we've been talking about it. We've been covering it. But when you read the way like a reporter who's writing for a national audience characterizes yeah. it, it either makes us look amazing or like absolute bumpkinville. Here. <laughs> this line, Minnesotans known for civic engagement produced more than 2,600 submissions. Okay. Which I think makes us look crazy. Think so. I think that makes us look pretty good. People are engaged. They want to be part of the part of the answer here. We, yeah, we did it. We did it, everybody. A great many featured loons, which turned out to be a losing strategy, since not one of the flag designs featuring birds. Some were rendered by children. We hope with crayons. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. You're like. Uh, now, I hadn't seen this reported yet. Since the finalists were unveiled in November, members of the Flag Redesign Commission have received more than 15,000 comments. Mm, wow. Yeah. Now, as a reporter, you would never go submit public comment on an important issue in front of our, our public officials. But could, can you imagine like what's going on in your head where you're like, Dang it! I'm I'm yep. getting to the historical society website, and I'm yep. I'm that gonna give them a piece of work for me. I do not like this flag. <laughs> yes. What? What? Like really? Now I could see myself feeling that and then stopping myself yeah. before I did it. Oh, people don't stop. <laughs> no, it's the same people who can't stay off of next door and who mm. have to comment at yeah. uh, underneath every single newspaper article that just have nothing better to do. Much of the time, I'm not saying that some about, are great. Yeah, I'm not saying that about the people who have submitted their flag input because that's that's a civic engagement cool thing. But it is sort of. I mean, the the, the nature of the exercise invites people to to say whatever they think, right? Yeah, yeah. You do think like what what could we solve as a state if we got twenty six hundred people to bring their greatest ideas forward? Right. Right. Like I. I mean, we can do it with a flag. We get it. It's cute. Like, it's creative. People like that. But are there other things where you'd say, like, okay, what if we all, like, stepped up with our best idea? Mm-hmm. And then what we do is have 8,000 commissions, 47,000 <laughs> public hearings, yes. and then we'd end up doing nothing. Yeah. yeah you got to have the maybe. process. Got, I know. Oh, trust it. That's what I do. Laura, thank you. It's 522. More D-Rush Hour news headlines as we continue. Disney banning tour guides from working at the happiest place on earth. What's that about? Would you like to buy a resort on Malax? Now that Laura's decided not to buy the Lowry Hill Mansion, maybe Malax is for her. And then away, a St. Paul church is trying to make a difference in the issue of homelessness. All that as we continue here on Drive Time. <laughs> 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. December 11th. Time for the D-Rush Hour News headlines. Disney is banning tour guides from working at the happiest place on earth. (laughs) Washington Post reporting that in recent months, Disney has started cracking down on some of these independent guides. I didn't even know this was out there, but there are a bunch of these third-party tour operators and company owners. Disney World has gotten sort of complicated to navigate with the different... You know, different kind of, oh, you got to do this to get in this line and figure out how to do that and whatever. And so what's happened, there are eight of these who have received trespassing orders at Disney World that the Washington Post spoke with. They know dozens more have received the same. I mean, this is hardcore. Like, these are people who have, like, season passes, and you try to come in, and all of a sudden their little magic wristband turns blue. And then they get taken off to guest services where they're met with, like, a sheriff's deputy. Um, You know, these people move their families to Florida. Now, technically, Disney's right. Their statement, just like Starbucks, would not let a third party come into their stores to sell coffee to their customers. Disney does not permit unauthorized commercial activities in its theme parks. Pretty wild. In other other words, because we can't make money off of it. You can't. Nobody else. Which, I mean, like, I feel for these tour guides who, in some cases, have moved their families down there. This is their business. This is their livelihood. And also, it's Disney's park. Like, do you get to just run a tour guide business for something that is a private? It's not like it's a public. I wonder if, if, if Disney can do a calculation of, because if people are coming to the park because they can do this guided tour... Does that save the customer money? Does that actually yeah. cause them to spend What Disney more money? does sell, like, their own tour guide. Well, of but course they do. Like, twice the cost as to what. But conversely, like, can't you bring your buddy who's, like, the Disney expert? Like, that you probably could. Ah, it's tricky. Want to buy a resort on Lake Malax? Do you have $4 million? Or could you get it? Izadis Resort, which is about a century old, is on the market. Minneapolis St. Paul Business Journal says you get the 485-acre property, a 28-room hotel. It's not a huge hotel. 18-hole golf course and a clubhouse, event space. 33 boat slips on 150 feet of lakeshore. Sounds nice. And now for the absolute opposite of that, some tiny homes on a St. Paul church property making a difference with the homeless. Fred Mello in the Pioneer Press reporting on these cabin-like residences. These are small. They're between 130 and 260 square feet. It's on church grounds right off of Wheelock Parkway in St. Paul. It's the Mosaic Christian Communities. They call it Sacred Settlement. Six units built by volunteers. No government funding. Government had nothing to do with this. Right now, there are five previously homeless residents, as well as three what they call intentional neighbors, 
who serve as sort of navigators for this. First church-based community of tiny homes, as far as the Pioneer Press could figure. But this is not like a temp. It's not like a shelter. This is meant to be a more permanent solution, permanent housing. Residents get two keys, one to their unit, another to the church. So the church has bathrooms and shower and drinkable water and lockers and a full kitchen. The residences themselves do have a small kitchenette with like a hot plate, a sink, a small refrigerator with a freezer compartment and shelves. People pay rent, 200 to 400 bucks, depending on the size, their policies. But an interesting effort as we struggle with affordable housing for people who have a steady income, figuring out how are we going to do something better for the homeless. Uh, this might be in the mix. 532, that's the D-Rush Hour News headlines. Dave Schwartz is coming up in just a minute. Who would he start as quarterback after last night's very impressive 3 nothing victory? It's Victory Monday here on CCO. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 